0: Orale! bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFB podcast. I'm Jorge Georgie Martin, flying solo today. It's December fourth, Friday. Our part two of the week thirteen previews. I've got a little extra uh, coming your way. Um, starting off with, hey, you know what? It's playoff time. It's week thirteen. You win and you're in. Uh, you just gotta get. You, you just gotta get there. Just got to get there and then get to the playoffs. But then what happens? Well, you got to be looking at some schedules coming up. And uh, I put together an article for our FamiliaFFB.com website. And uh, I'm going to give a little bit of the highlights of the players to target to uh, look in that uh, playoff run. None other than uh, Derrick Henry starting off. Because, I mean, ese es un un hombre. He's a monstruo. And look at his schedule. Jacksonville, Detroit, and Green Bay. All run, all defenses you can run on. So he's a guy to target. Uh, another one, Aaron. The stack of Aaron Rodgers and Devonte Adams. Look at this playoff slate, Detroit. Carolina Tennessee I mean just all of those teams uh you, you, I mean Detroit and Tennessee definitely are teams you could throw in Carolina who's gonna who, who's gonna guard Devonte Adams they're just not another one Tom Brady and his wide receiver crew uh, look at this slate Minnesota Atlanta Detroit the latter two games are in domes uh, and we know how uh, Tommy B likes to perform in domes from all those Super Bowls but uh, he's gonna be throwing it up throwing it up uh another one another one with a great lineup is uh justin herbert and keenan allen i mean it's just you know atlanta vegas denver all of those are teams that you could throw on so Definitely. And then we're going to go into more analysis in the article uh, and to show you that we're going through analysis to go through Mitchell Trubisky and Alan Robinson is a is a stack to look at. I know. I know. Don't stop listening. Don't turn off the. But listen, look at this lineup here. Houston, Minnesota, Jacksonville. All of them are defenses that you could throw on, especially Houston just lost their top cornerback so uh, to a, to a PED suspension. So they're just going to be uh, they're it's they're going to be throwing it up all over the place. And Mitchell Trubisky is going to be playing for his uh, NFL future. So vamos a ver, vamos a ver. And uh, looking over at the uh, players to kind of keep an eye on and maybe fade a little bit or just kind of worry about. Uh, There's three players, and you're going to be you're going to be a little shocked at this one. Josh Allen being one of them. Uh, but look at this lineup: Pittsburgh, Denver, New England. Pittsburgh and New England are definitely tough line, uh, t- and tough uh, defenses against the pass. Uh, New England just got Stefan Gilmore, and he's he's uh, been better. Denver, uh, they've been they've been getting better with the pass rush, uh, but I mean a little more successful in the in the pa- to the pass. But yeah, Pittsburgh and New England are tough ones. Uh, another one, and you're gonna be shocked at this one because he's been such a stud all season. Dalvin Cook, look at these uh, defenses: Tampa Bay, Chicago. New Orleans I mean all of them are just you know tough tough run defenses. The, the only good thing is that none of them none of these games are going to be outside. So well, I, I mean, in bad weather, there's going to be a game at Tampa Bay, but you know that that'll be nice weather for them. And then the the New Orleans game is in the Superdome, so uh, that might help. But again, you know, Dalvin Cook has been a little bit dinged up, so I'm uh, so it on that one. So that uh, it's a little worrisome. But again, more detail coming in, in the article. Uh, lastly, uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, he's at Chicago, at Indy. And he gets a re- he gets a reprieve week sixteen against uh, uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals. So Chicago and Indy are two of the toughest defenses uh, against the pass. So uh, both games are road games. So it's gonna be it, it's gonna be and you know it's some difficult sledding for him. So. Uh, 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 you know, if you've got some, uh, if you got another option at quarterback for weeks fourteen and fifteen, you might want to think about that. Especially since Watson just lost Will Fuller. So again, more detail, more detail to follow. Let's get into some cheese, man. Uh, Josh Jacobs, he's been sidelined at, at the first two practices of week Wednesday and Thursday. So. Ankle injury is definitely rearing his ugly head. Uh, Keep an eye on the the practice report for Friday to see if there's a chance that he's going to play. If not, you know, we already talked about Devontae Booker in our waiver wire column. So, uh, you know, this one, uh, I've got Josh Jacobs in the league. I'm making contingency plans just in case another one that uh, could be contingency plans kind of, uh, based on, uh, the practice report Deandre Swift. I mean, he left the, uh, he got taken off the concussion protocol, but, uh, you know, he missed Thursday's practice with an illness. And, uh, De- and Peterson mentioned that he looked at, at Swift and who hasn't just really looked like himself since, uh, the concussion in week 10. So, uh, let's, uh, let's hope good things for, uh, Deandre Swift cause he was really just starting to find himself. Um, so but keep an eye on him because you might not those of you who are counting on him to play this week, you might might have to sit him down and get a contingency plan uh josh josh gordon reinstated by the nfl and he was signed to a contract by the seattle seahawks early in the year can you guys believe that he's only 29 years old right now uh but uh again it it just seems like forever uh when when uh his the 2013 season when he went over 1600 yards uh where he was just a beast He, he was doing things that like dk metcalf is doing right now but uh, d- and does he get to suit up alongside DK Metcalf? Uh, does he make an impact? Uh, we're going to see. Vamos a ver No, we don't know yet. Um, I still think that uh, the primary targets are going to be Metcalf and Lockett, so he's going to be at best number three. But uh, And and I think with his uh, entrance into the lineup, I think that's going to take away all relevance of any tight ends uh, for, the, for that team. So, uh, and then let's let it, let, 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 let that, uh, Pete Carroll, let's Russ cook. Over in Baltimore, John Coach John Harbaugh said that uh, he still wasn't sure that Lamar Jackson is going to play on against Dallas on Tuesday. So, uh, you know, they haven't taken him off the COVID nineteen uh, IR. Remember, he tested positive; it was not a, so he actually got the virus. So, I think this is it's it's all depending on how he recovers. So, hopefully, wishing good things for Lamar because, gosh, again, as I love to say so much, the league is better with him in it. Uh, good news for the Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow underwent uh, successful surgery on his uh, uh, for his torn ACL and MCL. So it's going to be a bit of uh, quite quite a bit of a rehab for him. He got injured about the same point that Carson Wentz did in 2017, and Wentz missed uh, the first couple weeks of the 2018 season. So it could be the same timeline for Joe Burrow, but we'll definitely be keeping an eye on it over the off season uh last bit of cheese man Todd Gurley also missed practice on Thursday so he's battling that knee it's kind of maintenance on his knee uh it's uh you know as a ram fan I've been worried about his knee for you know but the, pretty much about 2 years now and uh I, I just don't know I mean it's too bad. He's 26 years old. Have we seen the best of uh, uh, Todd Gurley? I still have my Gurley Man t-shirt. Uh, but uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to count on him this weekend. So uh, let's go back to our, so our our Sunday previews. We're doing the next six games. Uh, we're not going to... Uh, preview the monday and tuesday games there's three games on the slate for those total on the slate but right now we're going to start off indianapolis seven and four at houston four and seven so uh philip rivers he's just been balling out he's got a bit of a foot issue that uh we've got to keep an eye on but he's such an iron man he's going to play i mean and he's been playing pretty well of late and he's thrown two or three touchdowns in four of the last six games so and houston's defense uh, number 22 against quarterbacks number 23 against wide receivers you can throw on Them. and as we mentioned earlier they lost they've lost quite a few of their uh, defensive backs so Philip Rivers could be a cheap play in dfs or uh maybe a streamer uh thinking good thoughts for uh, Jonathan Taylor that he is off the covid uh, covid list uh he in let's think back to week 11 when against green bay he went on for 90 yards on 22 carries so uh, you know and houston is number 31 against the running back so uh you know there's going to be some play for him and and let's not let's not discount uh Naheem hines coming off of 95 yards to last week 95 total yards so he could he, he could kind of sub in but uh for me the play would be taylor because i think they're going to try and establish the run and get him involved uh, another guy to keep in mind, uh, an eye on, Michael Pittman. He got nine targets, only two catches last week, but he's getting targeted. So uh, you want to look at him as a potential cheap DFS play. I believe he's under $5,000 on DraftKings. So uh, over on the Houston side, they got the big loss with uh, Will Fuller being suspended for the remainder of the season. Uh, who's going to get the targets that he left behind? It was almost about seven a game. Uh, Brandon Cooks to me is the the natural player coming on. First off, he's been playing really well. He had eighty five yards on five receptions last time. There's been some talk about Kiki QT and Jordan Aikens getting uh, Aikens especially getting some work in the slot. I I don't think this is the week that either one comes up. I mean, I, I maybe later in uh, later on in the playoffs where. You know they could be flex options or maybe in dfs but uh, i just don't think that's the case here uh, let's go over to uh arizona where the cardinals at six and five are hosting the rams seven and four uh starting off the 1 p.m slate the rams are three point favorites and it's a 48 and a half over under what Jared Goff are we going to see? Are we going to see the one who just lit up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or the one who you know just uh, didn't? He uh, just really underperformed dramatically against uh, the 49ers, throwing for only 198 yards, zero TDs, and two interceptions. So uh, honestly, I think this is going to come down to how do they establish the running game, and uh, you know they the Rams don't show their cards very well. They've been playing the hot hand. They split up uh 22 carries between three running backs mostly between Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson so uh in in the last week uh, the, to me the one thing watching that game pretty closely Cam Akers look like the best running back I, I don't think Henderson is 100% healthy coming off of his injury so um I'm looking at Cam Akers and thinking he's gonna gradually get get more of the carries with uh Malcolm Brown still vulturing some uh goal line work and maybe and a little bit of work in the passing game. But uh I'll, you know, looking over at the passing game <clears throat> if if Jerry Goff can get uh, the the uh, get going in the passing game, it's going to be going to Robert Woods. Woods had eighty had twelve targets last week, got seven catches for eighty yards, and he's just been you know kind of you know inching his way up. I've got him in my rankings higher than Cooper Cup. Uh, who's has been battling some injuries only five targets last week uh the the cardinals this is going to be a fast-paced game with both teams uh you know really like really liking to push push the ball uh and push the pace so uh, i I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities in this game for both sides kyler murray uh, he just hasn't looked like himself the last couple of weeks with his injury. He's only run ten times for forty-six yards in the last two games. So, is that is he trying to not put himself in harm's way with that shoulder injury that uh, that that's been that that's been a problem the last couple of games? I think that could be the case. Uh, uh, but uh, so I would t- I'm tempering my enthusiasm for Mr. Murray, uh, much as I love him as a ball player. But uh, I think this is going to be a tough game because the Rams are. You know, one of the top def- the top defense against the passing game, according to uh, against against wide receivers, according to uh, Pro Football Reference, uh, and number two against quarterbacks. So you know the their the Arizona Cardinals, their offensive line is okay. You need better than okay against Aaron Donald and his crew. So uh, I, I could see him. I could see Donald, you know, giving some problems to Kyler Murray. Uh, and and if Murray's at all compromised with the shoulder, it, it you know. I still expect some points being scored, but I, I think the Rams are going to uh, come out ahead. I do think Kenyon Drake will have uh, if anybody has has a game, it's going to be him. Uh, he's coming off of 78 yards and two touchdowns last week. He could be the he could get the running workload. He's been you know the, since he's come back, he's really taken over the load from Chase Edmonds. Uh, De- DeAndre Hopkins does he get the Jalen Ramsey shadow? Uh, that treatment was working fantastically when uh ramsey went head up against dk metcalf do we get that again with hopkins uh i know ramsey's been a little bit a little bit uh banged up the last few in the last couple weeks so uh if he's not up to it you know keep an eye on the, the practice report if he is at all showing compromised or uh that could mean an opening for deandre hopkins uh christian kirk uh you know he's he's coming off of six targets last week i just don't know what he's going to do this week so i i wouldn't i would be fading him especially with the playoffs on the line uh let's go up north to seattle the eight and three seahawks host the four and seven new york giants the seahawks are 10 point favorites and 48 and a half point over under the giants uh, i you know i don't know who you play i don't you're not gonna it's it's really looking like colt mccoy is going to be playing for daniel jones who has a hamstring injury i that really limp to me limits sterling shepherd and darius slayton's uh effectiveness i would not play them i would play Evan ingram just because of the fact that ingram has been playing much better of late uh and but he uh, and and He's a tight end. He's just uh, not much of a not much of a uh, not much of a option at that at that position. I've got him uh, definitely in my top five of tight ends. I've got I'm looking at him as my tight end five, actually, for looking at this week. And, uh, you know, he could be he could fall into the uh, end zone uh, because Seattle is going to have to throw the ball. Uh, this week, I, I, I think I think Russell Wilson he's had a few weeks in a row uh, since week nine when he threw for three hundred ninety eight yards. His highest passing yardage is two hundred forty eight yards. So he has been he's really taken uh, you know the pedal off the metal. I think it's to try and get the running game more established. Chris Carson came back last week. Carlos Hyde came back the week before. Last week the two of them combined for twenty three carries. So looking again at more of a balanced uh, run pass ratio and the 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 Rams passed 31 times so uh the the question is is Russ going to throw enough uh, uh, to to get both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett involved, uh, Metcalf just was fantastic last week against Darius Slay. He got 177 yards on 10 receptions. He's you know he he's got 1,039 receiving yards, league leading, nine touchdowns. Just uh, having a fantastic season. He's the wide receiver three right now. Uh, does he get James Bradbury? Uh, and and here's the thing: is it gonna is he gonna be able to do to Bradbury what he did to Darius? slay last week which uh you know it's it's very it's it's very possible it's very possible i know i know dk metcalf mostly got locked up by jalen ramsey earlier uh but uh and and bradbury is one of the top ranked uh t- cornerbacks for by pro football focus but uh uh you know I, I don't know if I, I don't know who's going to stick to DK Metcalf. The one guy that I think is going to uh, come off is Tyler Lockett he's the wide receiver seven, but it's uh really come off of a couple of blow up games uh, in the last five games he's got 67 yards or less with only one Td. He's got eight Tds on the season. Uh, but, uh, th- this could be a game if DK Metcalf gets the, the top, the top DB you know, top DB in, in Bradbury, maybe lock it opens up a little bit and let's see if, uh, jo- Josh Gordon is a- actually active and, and ready to play. So good luck to him. Good luck to him. You want to hear good things about, uh, to happen for him, you know, to conquer those demons, uh, over in green Bay, the eight and three packers are facing the three seven and one eagles two teams going in just completely different directions the packers are eight and a half point favorites 47 and a half point over under so there's going to be some points scored in this game i think it's going to be mostly by the rank uh, and the packers the uh aaron Rodgers to Devonte adams to me that there it's a little bit more of a pricey stack in dfs but uh it's going to pay off i mean these guys have just been locked in Adams has nine touchdowns in the last six games Aaron Rodgers is coming off of four last week against a very good Bears defense now they're home they got the Eagles who are you know just kind of middle of the road uh and and obviously we saw the uh the blueprint for what to do to Darius Slay who's who's more than likely going to take Devontae Adams and uh you know dk metcalf is great Devonte adams is the best receiver in the nfl right now and he's just hot as anything so uh i i think that that one's going to pay off the one that that i think is going to be a little bit uh interesting who's cheap in dfs is robert tunyon uh he's coming off of back-to-back games with touchdowns he had five targets for 67 yards last week uh you know it, it really looks like he's found his niche playing alongside Devonte adams now so uh i you know i i wouldn't mind uh Maybe doing a even a triple stack between Adams, uh, uh, Rogers, Adams, and Tunyon. So, uh, vamos a ver uh aaron aaron jones uh went off for 90 yards and then uh, last week and jamal williams went for 73 so uh, are we going to get more of the same there that split uh the eagles are a little bit tougher on uh, against the pass than the run so uh uh i mean i'm sorry they're a little bit tougher on on the run than the pass so uh vamos a ver over on the on the Eagles side you know Carson Wentz such a wonderful player I think he's trying to do too much I've said it before on this podcast uh he's he's just trying to do too much uh he got pay, he got got uh, a late save with the with the lat with the Hail Mary touchdown at the as time ran out um when Richard Rogers caught the ball in the end zone so uh Carson Wentz maybe uh I, I, I just I don't play him because the the uh, packers are very are better against the pass than the run they're not very good against the run which to me that means miles sanders you fire him up this week he only had 15 yards rushing last week but again you you plan for the week ahead and we just had david montgomery go for 143 total yards against the uh, against the packers sanders is better so uh i i would i'm not going to say he's going to get more than 143 yards but i would say that that sanders is going to be a, you know a very good option for playing this week so uh, let's go over to the, uh sofi stadium where the chargers at three and eight are hosting the five and six new england patriots the patriots are uh one point favorites and a 46 and a half point over under and i think this is just coming down to uh uh the the uh the record of bill belichick apparently he's 19 and 5 against rookie quarterbacks and what do the what do the chargers have uh rookie justin herbert uh he's he's got six 300 yard games he had 316 last time he had seven of his 10 games with at least two touchdowns the the Patriots do have Stefan Gilmore back I I don't know if that's going to be enough uh I think I think what's going to happen in this game is Austin Eckler is going to get uh who had 16 targets last week I think he's going to get targeted at out of the uh out out of the backfield Hunter Henry's going to get going to have himself a little bit of a game and uh the Patriots uh, you know if Gilmore is sticking Mike Williams does that free up that that I think is going to Uh, free up Keenan Allen a little bit more underneath that coming out of the slot so uh I I do think the Chargers are going to win this game I think uh I I, I don't know if uh I I would bet the under on Justin Herbert getting 300 yards because I think it's just a very real thing that, that that Bill Belichick just attacks the rookie quarterbacks on the New England side hard to know uh, cam newton uh, you know coming off a game where he had 84 yards passing and 46 rushing uh you know uh, i don't know how much he's how much time he's gonna have their their offensive line has been a little bit dinged up and a they had some losses before the season to co- to the uh, players opting out so uh and and right now joey bosa is as hot as any defensive Uh, pass rusher. He's just been an absolute beast. And last week, I mean, he almost won the game. if they would have won the game against the Buffalo Bills, he would have been the absolute uh, MVP of that game. Uh, Dam- does Damian Harris or James White, does either one get get play in this game? Uh, I think it's going to be split down the middle. I don't know. I, I, think, I, I think Harris is more of a play in deeper formats. Uh, to me, the interesting part is that James White only got one reception last week. You'd think that he'd be getting a lot of work underneath on, uh, for that team, but... Uh, you know the the chargers do are number 20 against running backs so uh in fantasy points per game allowed so um we're gonna see uh let's go to sunday night football where denver four and seven is at kansas city the red hot kansas city chiefs 10 and one the sunday night football 520 game the the chiefs are 13 and half point favorites with a 50.5 over under uh what more can be said about what you know patrick mahomes to tyreek hill the interesting thing with tyreek hill was just a lot of short dump offs and just letting him run and uh i mean 15 targets last week and uh just a combination of deep throws the the short the short stuff where where he could do he could do his thing yards after the catch this is going to be a lot more of this uh denver does not have an answer for tyreek hill uh and and uh and i really it really looks like the way they're using him is kind of like almost like uh as a part of, almost as part of a running game so uh and again just can't tip it can't tip the helmet anymore to tyree kill for being the only other receiver other than the goat jerry rice uh to cab 13 or more receiving yards i mean 13 or four thirteen 13 or more receptions 200 or more yards and three touchdowns in a game I mean that's in the all of NFL history Tyree kill and Jerry rice are the only two guys to do this so just utterly fantastic Mahomes fire him up uh you know in in uh, you're you're not even thinking about it Travis Kelsey you're not even thinking about it he's the best absolute the best I mean it, it's funny people were almost, uh, were people actually disappointed when he only got 82 yards last week on eight receptions he's only about uh, I think it's 24 yards away from becoming the first tight end to have a thousand yards in five seasons and he's doing in five consecutive seasons so uh we may be talking about kelsey as the goat himself at that position over in denver I I I can't recommend Drew Lock on this one. You know, he he's been, he's tested negative for the and he's taken off the COVID protocol. Uh the the Chiefs are number 5 against wide receivers. Uh they're number 17 against tight ends, so I you know Noah Fant could sneak in, uh maybe get get some play, but uh I can't can't recommend Jerry Judy, especially with the playoffs on the line. Uh Melvin Gordon could have the backfield to himself because Philip Lindsay has been uh DNP at practice. Uh, but Gordon only had 31 yards last week. I mean, y- you just throw that game out. Look at this game. The Kansas City Chiefs uh, are susceptible to the run. So this week, I'm looking at uh, Melvin Gordon as potentially a player who could go, you know, approach or surpass 100 yards this week. Uh, because the, the, I think what the, the Denver game plan will be is to try and keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands. And with Gordon being the, the most healthy back, uh, it's, it's going to be him. Bueno, everybody, that's es was todo for our show. Sorry, no arguing with the primos. Uh, we should have that back on Sunday night uh, after our uh, after the Sunday slate of games. So thanks again, to Anchor, for being our hosting network and making sure our independent podcast gets out into the familia community. Uh, please subscribe, leave us a review at Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, remember. Uh, follow us on twitter and instagram at familia ffb you can find me at jorge martin 17 you get uh hector at what the heck with two t's as well as well as our FamiliaFFB.com page where uh, again we're gonna have adentro y afuera we're gonna have a breakdown of the schedules and just all the great content coming in there and don't forget our familia ffb facebook page gracias everybody remember todos somos familia